What's up, guys? Welcome to a very special episode of the Kind of Funny. This Podcast. isn't the normal day no, for the oh full no. episode. Oh no. I'm sorry, did I knock your eyes out a little bit there? I well, I was doing the dumb, oh. the old Hillary Goldstein thing where he used to goof around the glasses. Yeah. 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 Today's a Tuesday. I like Tuesdays. Yeah. It is and, a Tuesday. Uh, usually, you know, people are getting these episodes on on uh, Mondays for the breakouts or Fridays for the new episodes. Right. But today is a Tuesday, and you're getting a full episode of this show. Right. People are surprised, motherfuckers. By, <laughs> hosted by Tim Geddes, that is me, alongside two of the coolest dudes in video games, Colin Moriarty and Greg Miller. You're good, right. Good to be here. Now, we are the coolest guys in video games. Now, for you out there, you might know these gentlemen from this little show, a yeah. little show called Beyond. Right, Podcast Beyond over mm-hmm. on IGN. Mm-hmm. I was there for 381 episodes. It went up each and every Tuesday most of the time. And, Tuesday. Uh, yeah, Tuesday. Just like today. Exactly. That's the point we're driving at. Ladies and gentlemen, we don't want to leave you out in the cold. I know you're used to, you get the games cast, of course, broken out topic by topic, day by day on YouTube.com slash kind of funny games. Or you wait until Friday, you get the MP3 over there, or you go to Patreon, Patreon mm-hmm. you get it early there. But we figured today we'd put up one podcast, one playstation playstation centric kind of funny games cast mm-hmm. all about playstation from us three to you to ease you the into a, a day where colin and greg aren't there to, for the first to, time ever. to tickle your ears through the itunes as they usually would is this the first tuesday ever that you guys aren't on beyond there must have been a beyond where neither of us were, neither us were uh, but i mean so greg was there greg was on 346 of the 381 episodes i was on 246 of the 381 episodes certainly within the numbers there must have been crossover where neither of us were on the episode but i don't remember i don't remember it would have been it would have been back in the clements yeah when clements edited and Mm -hmm. did everything for us so that's, that's not today not today. No. Not today at all. So Who's yeah. editing this one? Me. Us. Yeah, me. Probably not you. you. Not, not me. us. Definitely not me. me. You jerk. Man, you better take good notes from me. Oh, oh man. I will. I will. It'll take good notes. You weren't anyway. planning on taking any notes, were you? Did I you even it. start a timer? Oh, I started a timer. All right. Yeah. Just uh-huh. in case. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I really like lists. If you didn't know that, I'm Tim Geddes, and I'm a big fan of lists. Yeah. And uh, today, we're going to do something special. We're going to list things. Specifically, oh, cool. the best PlayStation games ever of all time. And we're going to do this system by system. Oh, okay. Through every single console. Console by console, system so by we're system. We're talking PS4, PS3, PS2, PS1, PSP, and PS Vita. Wow. Okay, that's Bam. a lot to list. It is. Okay. I don't know anything about any of these consoles. So no, it's no, no, yeah, we, we faked guys, it for 381 the, episodes. the wrong guys to have on the show. We should just get Nick. It should just be me oh, and Nick. Jesus God. I'm wearing the wrong shirt today. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Your PlayStation exclusive episode, you're in here wearing your Xbox exclusive shirt. It is what it is, I guess. But what we're going to do here is we're going to go from current gen all the way back. So we're going to start with the PS4. Yeah. And then we'll go down from there. Okay. You ready for that now? Yeah, sure. Let's do it. Let's go. So what's the best PlayStation 4 game? We're starting with the best PS4 game. Now, for what what I'm going to do for these is I have a list. I did a little research. You do like lists. You, I, you, you're making you a, list, a list. You have a list. List the list. It's what Check I it. do. Check the list. So what I've been doing is I spent the day kind of doing a little Google research. Oh, checking out. Sounds like a hard day. Other people's top lists mm-hmm. for, for each of the consoles. Sure. And I just kind of made notes. Now, the criteria here for these best games is these games need to be either exclusive to the console. Okay. Or known for being on that console. An example is Grand Theft Auto 3, which oh, is okay, not okay, okay, to okay. PS2, but everybody... So you would include it. like a Final Fantasy series in That's there. That's exactly right? what we were, ta- yeah, when we were yeah, talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. that. Yeah, 7 was the game that came up. And then the other thing is games that were re-released are, or like up or whatever, so like Last of Us and stuff, counts as a PS3 game, not a PS4 game. 
yeah. So you stole my you stole my answer for what the best PlayStation. That would be a cop out bullshit answer. You know anyway. you're a cop out bullshit guy, and I've been waiting eight years to tell you, and here I am on the kind of funny games cast. Yeah, there's so many good. There's so many great games on PS4. That's not one of the games you should pick. DC well, Universe Online, then. So the games that I have on this list, and let me know if you want to add more. We got Metro Redux. Get the what? Killzone Shadowfall. I thought we just said you couldn't up-res and do stuff, re-releases. So Metro Redux is tough because this is, and this is our, yeah, your pro, your, your problem's right. already begun. Because oh, Metro, well, it's yeah. there's it's a twofold problem, but there's, some, there's something that might help him, right? Metro Redux is Metro 2033 and Metro uh, Last Light, right? Yeah. Last Light was on PS3 and 360. Metro 2033 was never on a PlayStation platform. So that is the first time that was on then PlayStation. Then I will only but, allow half of that game to be considered. But it's also on Xbox One. So mm, I don't think that counts. Okay, that They're supposed to, it's supposed to be great. Throw it away. I was just trying to add some more games because <laughs> there's not too many on this list. We got Killzone Shadowfall. Yeah. Infamous Second Son. Mm-hmm. Sure. Transistor. Mm-hmm. Resogun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's it. DC Universe Online. All right. No. You're right. I'm sorry. Uprez. We'll rem- everybody put a pin in that one for the PlayStation 3 it's game. It's a PC Bam. game. Right. PlayStation 3 game. Um, I, First I, off, are we missing any to be in this list? <sighs> Do you want to consider Child of Light? No, I mean that. That's that goes against the criteria. Good point. I apologize and withdraw my question. <laughs> um, I'm u- not used to this. This isn't usually how we used to do lists. No, I, I agree. But Tim's th- got a new world. I'm upside down. I'm swimming oh, yeah. on this. In this world, I actually think that it uh, under this criteria. To me, you've named three of the best games on the console under the exclusive or known for being on the console only kind of thing, and that would be. I think Resogun is clearly number one. And then I think you'd put Infamous and Killzone. You're not putting Transistor in there. I've not played enough Transistor. I have no. anything to say about it. Okay. And I again, Transistor is also on PC and it will also eventually come to Xbox One. So but again, it's this known is... for being. I mean, like I think if we're gonna go by the PC criteria, then I think that, that, that screws up. Yeah, I mean, I can't comment on Transistor any further because I, I can't played comment. It for, I mean, I, it would be it would be totally lame for me to say like I okay. played an hour of it. Nobody's, I, nobody's I don't have. You. Don't, don't. I don't really have any insight into it. I would maybe even put Super Stardust Ultra on that list at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, so you played enough of that. To, is it, it's just holding up to the Super Stardust. Stardust. Standard. I mean, it's, yeah, it's all you need. I mean, you know, I was a little disappointed. You know, the the, the cool thing about how smart games is they always have the woman voice in it, right? You know yeah. what I'm talking about? And it's like, you know, save machine guns, submachine guns, save the humans, yeah. Stardust. Like it's that's the it's actually really funny because that's like the the common thread between all their games is that voice. And in this one, you know, you say you say Stardust, you know, and you like select things. Now it says <coughs> Stardust. Like like pronouncing both as if it Fuck wasn't it, a compound words. I'm like, I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah, that's no, a little that's right there is why it's not in the running. That's why it's, it's kind of bullshit. List of games but I think that I think Resogun is obviously, and I, I know people get some people get mad at me for this, but it's like such a fucking good game. You know yeah. what I mean? And and then I actually think Infam- Killzone Shadowfall might be, with the exception of Mercenary, maybe the best Killzone game. Right? Some I people like really like some people does anybody like Killzone too? Okay. Some people really down on Killzone Shadowfall. I, I gave it an 8 when I was at IGN. I stand by that score completely. I think it was a great game. I think that the online multiplayer is really cool if you're into that. Um, War Zones is what they call it. It's like you can granularly edit everything about it. It's cool. And then Infamous Second Son is the worst infamous game, but that's like saying, um, you know, I don't know what the hell that's like saying. But all the infamous <laughs> games all the infamous games are great. Infamous 1 and 2, especially 2, are better. Mm-hmm. But I still really enjoyed Second Son. So as PlayStation experiences, I think those three games kind of encapsulate it right now, which is uh, somewhat of a weak offering. But it's only been a year and a couple of months. That's the thing. Greg, what do you think about uh, Resogun? I like Resogun. I agree. I my, The thing, what we're talking about here is whenever Colin says it, that that's the best game on the PlayStation 4, 
it's hard to argue because the gameplay is so good. But for me, it is such a weak thing to say. Just yeah. like that's not why I play games, really. And I know that sounds stupid, right? Like, don't get me wrong. I love the gameplay of Resogun. I get it. But I, I've never actually committed super solid time to Resogun because I played it so much at events beforehand. And then, like, right around launch at, like, the PlayStation mm-hmm. event and stuff, played it. Enjoy it. It's an arcade game, which is great. It's just not – I've never been drawn to arcade yeah, it's games. Just, it's interesting that Colin, without a doubt, says it's the best game on the system. And, I mean, I feel like we can't really argue too hard against with the other yeah that's the thing i mean that i thought it was crazy that transistor wasn't in there because but then you justify that you haven't played much of it for me transistor i would pick you know 10 times out of 10 to play over resogun just because i enjoy story like i play games for stories experiences Mm -hmm. to get lost in it you know what i mean like i don't but then do you think it's weird to say transistor is the best playstation 4 game it's a very interesting thing to say it's something i hadn't thought about you know what i mean i really really hadn't thought about it in this with this lens in front of it in so long, right? Because it is still in the infancy of PlayStation 4. So it's not one of those things where I've had to really go out and say, it's more, I mean, like, because when we talk about what's the best PlayStation 4 game, you already start thinking Uncharted. You assume Uncharted 4 is going to come out and be a 10, just like Uncharted 3, not like that garbage Uncharted 2. And so when that happens, you assume you got a new winner. But that's the thing right now, it's just so up in the air that there are so many different things happening, and then all these criteria you keep putting on it. Mm -hmm. You can't even even nominate Spelunky. No, man. You can't can't do that. No. You would nominate Spelunky? No, nah, I wouldn't. But I know Andrew Goldfarb wants to hear it. <laughs> okay, so Rest looking at this list, if we have the four games, it really kind of divides into two camps. There's the... Arcades. The arcade ones. And well, then the, the... See, at no point am I going to make a case for Shadowfall or Infamous. Yeah. Like so that, and that's why I was always like, just the pieces fall. You know, when you when you like quit at chess and you put down your piece. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm doing for the Resign, games. they call that. Is that what it is? Yeah, the... I would make a case for them. I mean, it, it, it's all about context. Those games are great. They're always... I really feel like those games are always going to be great. It's just no, a matter no of... Way. I just, well, I really don't think, you know, I wrote a piece at IGN because I still write, you know, once a week over there. And I wrote a piece about Dying Light. And the whole argument was, you know, today, right before we recorded, MPD came out and Dying Light was the best selling game in the United States in January. Not really a huge surprise. Um, And what I wrote about was that the context is important with Dying Light. Dying Light would have always been a great game. Yeah. But it was when it came out that made it stand out. But even if it came out in October when it sold, it would have sold nothing. It would have gotten clobbered. It still would have been a great game. So I think it would be unfair for me to say that Killzone Shadowfall, I gave an 8. And I really do think it's a great game. And then it's just not going to be a great game one day. Like, for the place and time, it was a great game. Yeah. And I think that um, they opened Killzone up again. And I would like to see Gorilla walk away from Killzone. They're not going to. But they wanted to. You know, like we've said before many times on Beyond... Sony's desperate for Killzone to be a thing. Yeah, you know they they've been they've been they've been desperate since 2004, 2005 for Killzone to be a thing. It's not going to be a thing, but they they it still sells respectively. They make money on it. Um, so I think that you know with Killzone and Infamous, they're just early games. They're launch window games. One's a launch game, and one was supposed to be a launch game, obviously, and yeah. it was pushed out a little bit. Um, and I think that it's fair to say that those are great games for the place and time. But like we we look back at you know when you look back at PS2's launch library, which I'm sure we'll get to in a little while. Like PS2's launch library was full of games, and they were and it's a bad library. Fantavision, you know, they had the Fantavision and Smugglers Run and stuff like that, and some sports games, Madden, Summoner, shit like that. But SSX, like sex though. But it's it's it that was a there was a lot of volume. Right, sure. And on the other side, there was good volume, but I actually think PS4 and Vita had pretty respectable launch libraries. I think they're and respectable, just fine. It's just like I don't think I, I'm. I think I forgot where we started from. That well, I got you, off well, you were with. saying that you would never make a case for them, but what like w- under the criteria? Under the criteria where I have to pick, sure, I understand. What that's you're what, that's basically what I'm saying. Like, okay. what el- what okay. else are you going to put under the criteria? What else? Are you well, gonna I mean, put the, then what I'm talking about is in the pantheon of Resogun versus Shadowfall. No fucking way. It's Resogun. Oh, of course, Resogun versus this no, or Infamous. No fucking way. It's Resogun. Mm-hmm. And then when it gets to Transistor, that's when it's like, 
interesting, totally different ideas. One, you know, one is this story, one is this voice, one is this, you know, plotting mechanic of like, how do I do this? Or I'm going to go this, you know, strategic. Mm-hmm. Whereas then Resogun, of course, is visuals and it's color and it's pop and it's frantic gameplay and it's trying to figure out how to save these humans and go back and do that, let alone the fact that there's online dialed into it. That works. Mm-hmm. And you can see scores and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, that was what made the game special. I will say that Second Son, I would have had a harder time making a case for until First Light came out. Mm-hmm. Now, First Light's not technically DLC, it is technically a standalone, but. First Light focused... I didn't give... I, Fetch's story was whatever. Like, the campaign was fine. I was really fascinated in that game by the arena. I thought that the like the arena made what, what Infamous Second Son did best, which was traversal and combat, shine. And so that kind of helps me suggest the game. I might even suggest uh, First Light over Second Son um, just because of the arena combat. Although I think you should play both. But it's early, you know? I still think, though, that, you know, 14 months in or so, 15 months, that PS4... It's library right now, way better than PS3s, way better than PS2s, way better than PS1s at this at this time at this time in their in their library. I think that Vita is the only and PSP are the only two consoles that had better games. They burned bright in the very beginning in the first year, yeah, yeah especially yeah. PSP. Um, so it's hard mm-hmm. under the criteria. It's hard because I would say, yeah, you gotta want to bring up Child of Light, Valiant Hearts. Uh, you want to bring up you know Costume Quest or or some of these other games. Um, but it's hard because the, because a lot of these games are on other consoles or will be on other consoles or are not known for being... And that's why I would throw Stardust into the mix because Stardust Star- is a PlayStation Dust. platform or a PlayStation yeah. property. Yeah. Um, and so I would throw maybe maybe knock Killzone off the list and put Stardust on sure, there. Sure. But again, this is what people get mad about with me and just generally about PS4 is that it has indie games and... or and, and Stardust and Resogun are not indie games. I hate to tell people but because they're, they're published by Sony and they're, they're somewhat... They're not bloated budget games, but Housemark's not a tiny little studio of two people. Um, well, isn't that where indie getting, is just more you know, independent it's a developing as just like an arcade game, right? You know what I mean, right? And I understand that, but like, and this is we should when we get into the genetics of what games are and how we uh, describe games, we really have to describe what indie means. Housemark is not is an indie studio, but not making really indie. Well, it's games. like with rap music when Drake tried to say he's independent. It's like you're not independent. <laughs> right? No. Yeah, exactly. Because Housemark is signed to a label, as it were, under the music thing. Like they they are so and Sony stable. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. So it's it's complicated. I just wouldn't. I I just encourage people not to be too hard on it because. The game is the game. You know, I understand people want these big, graphically rich adventures on the console, and you're going to get them, and they're already there, frankly. Um, but what is the best game? Why do we have to identify the game as an indie game or a $5 or $10 game? If Resogun, if Resogun is the best game, and I think it really is, I'm not saying it's supposed to be all, but I really think it is, then that's fine. Mm-hmm. That's great. That's fine. It'll go away. I think it's just like, you know, it'll fall away just like the downloadable like that's the whole thing is indies yet now just moved to be the new you know little sticker downloadable exactly you stick something to they're like it's less than Mm -hmm. no they're honestly a better experience most of the time yeah yeah all right guys so resogun is what we're saying resogun is the answer for the best playstation 4 game that's determined by the kind of funny games cast (laughs) available every friday on patreon.com slash kind of funny games kind of funny.com just go there you can find it well i'm just saying when you get the new episodes though oh yeah but kind of funny.com is the easiest way to get everything exactly all right, next up, we're going Vita. Oh, nice. Okay. So, again, Precious pretty Vita. short list. I am going to hold you. back from talking Fuck shit because I have a history of talking shit on this. Yeah. Oh, your 3DS. Pretty I'd sure. love to see that list. Yes. Anyway. The Mario vaunted and Mario 3DS library. Some not even JRPG you never heard of from this guy. All right. So, again, Colin, you're definitely going to want to add a couple to this list. I can already uh, tell you. He's got He's got to get Mama Kuma in there. So, we got Tearaway. No. Get the fuck out of here. That's what you lead with? Again. again He's just... Clear I'm going to break your arm. No, this isn't <laughs> This isn't my list. This is just me. These are the games that kept coming up sure, whenever sure, I, sure, I saw. Sure, 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 sure. And they're not in any order at all. 
Tearaway, Danganronpa. Am I saying that right? Mm-hmm. All right. Danganronpa. Dra- Dragon's Crown. Mm-hmm. Uncharted Golden Abyss. Mm. Super Stardust Delta. Mm. And Persona 4 Golden. Yeah. Mm. Now, this is another game that yeah, this is it was on PS2. I don't know if I would count it. Really? Yeah. Fuck you. You have to count Persona why, 4. Why wouldn't it be a PS2 game? There's new VL. I mean, because it's not a straight port. There, it's, they, they went through and redid it into widescreen. They went through and redid graphics. Watch, they went you're going to hear your water. Yeah. Now again, oh, sorry, I, with my waving hands. Yeah, yeah. I, I, think I think that it counts like f- because, and we talked about this on uh, last week's or this week's actually kind of funny GameCast episode with Persona, where I think that it being on the Vita kind of gave it to a whole new audience, and like that was their first experience with the game. So I, I feel like it counts for that reason, just because like people are gonna forever think of Persona Four as being a Vita game because that was their first experience. True, with it. they didn't play it on PS2, right? At least for a lot of people. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, it's it, the sales are about half and half. Right, so it's it like PS2, the PS2 version oh, okay. of Persona 4 sold about as well as the Persona 4 Gold. It was just more impressive that Persona 4 Golden sold as it did because the install base was about one tenth of what PS2's was at the time. Here's what I'll here's what I'll counter for the sake Actually, of the argument, not. Timothy mm-hmm. and Colin. If we can say Persona 4 Golden is the best PlayStation Vita game without this restriction. Great, then there we go. Now, if we want to then have the conversation about, let's say, the restriction holds and we have to pull it back and we choose one there, then I'm down with that. Okay. I don't know. I mean, I, I, I think it's fine either way. I think that what's fun about talking about Vita is that it does have a lot of experiences that are made for it that I think are extraordinary. I don't think Tearaway is one of them. I think that some of the games you, you mentioned are absolutely amongst Vita's best games. Danganronpa and Danganronpa 2 are fucking awesome games. And, I, and, and we were talking about Persona being a phenomenon. I'm not sure if you noticed it when you went last year. It was a little early for you to go. Danganronpa was out at that point, but yeah. Danganronpa is blowing up over there too. And like, it's not quite as... You, can't, you have to look a little harder, but almost any store I went to had Monokuma merch and like merch roll. And I bought a lot of it. So that game is that game's blowing up too and there's a third game that's already out in Japan that's you know we hopefully will come out here I'd be surprised I'd be surprised if it didn't um, and then hopefully we'll get another proper one because this is not really this is called another episode it's kind of a quirky fan service game it's not really it's kind of like Persona all, Dancing All Night or something gotcha um, not a dancing game but uh, a spinoff and uh, I think that series is really special and it's made for Vita they were PSP games but they really became popular on Vita and especially worldwide sure and NIS is fucking thrilled with how they're doing uh, I know that for a fact um, Dragon's Crown is a fantastic Vanillaware Atlas published game. It was on PS3. I'm not entirely sure that it belongs on the list because I actually think it's better on PlayStation 3. Mm. Um, it, it chugged a little bit on Vita, if you remember sure. correctly. Yeah, I think it was more at home on PS3. That said, that game was awesome. So I'll allow it. Uh, Uncharted Golden Abyss, absolutely still the most console quality game on the entire platform. A brilliant game, a launch game. Uh, well-made Sony Ben game. I would put Kills on Mercenary. Underrated. Yeah, underrated, I would think, too. I yeah. think it's better than Drake's Fortune, the first Uncharted game. Uh, Kills on Mercenary is an awesome game. Uh, Unit 13 is an awesome game. And the games that I would say, in my opinion, are amongst the, the pantheon of top Vita games, Velocity Ultra and Velocity 2X. Sure. Velocity Ultra is on PS3 and Velocity 2X is on PS4, but they are known for being Vita games. And those games are fucking rad, too. Yeah. Uh, Future Lab did a beautiful job with those games, and uh, but again, a very arcadey experience. See now, this very is very different. Than this right, eat my words before too, because what I would want to put on this list, not to say it is the best, but in the running, for, I think for sure is Luminous Electronic Symphony. Mm. And I that say a that game. that's a native beating game. I know, I know, but I'm saying I was giving you, I was like Resogun. It's this arcade thing. It doesn't like Luminous for all intents and purposes is as well. Right? Another launch game. High score. Go through. The, yeah. What I loved about it was tra- you know the leaderboards tracking me against my other friends and doing these different things. But it was a great game in terms of first off Luminous is just 
rock solid gameplay wise great, great yeah. puzzler but then it was cool how they they used the touchscreen in a non hokey crappy way you know what i mean this is when everything had to have touchscreen controls because it was a launch game but it made sense and it was fun and it actually challenged you to make your scores better and i remember when it first came out and i was playing and i was setting these high scores going out to uh drinks one night with panda musk and a bunch of other fans who were visiting and they were asking me how i was getting these scores and i had to show them they had never even thought to do that and like that's a failing obviously of number one the game and the vita but the fact that there was this whole different world of the gameplay that they, you could sit there and play like a normal Luminous game and have fun, mm. but it was really about tapping on the back and doing these different things. Also, want to give a shout out to not because it's if there's the arena where all these games are battling, this game is outside the arena, just tailgating and having fun. Freedom Wars doesn't need to be on this list, not at all, but it's just such a fun game. Such yeah, a Freedom Wars game. is definitely a solid game. I'm trying to look. Yeah, Delta is another game. So you brought up Super Stardust Delta again. It's the same thing with Ultra or HD, where it's just it's the same game, mm-hmm. but it's just it's you know tailor made again with touchscreen stuff, some new new ideas, some new components. Fantastic game. You can't fuck Stardust up if you keep making games like that. It's really hard to fuck that up. Yeah. Um. So I would put it on there too, which is the antithesis of Resogun on Vita, which I think is stripped down and not as good in any way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. So, um, because it's just not made like people busted balls where I was like, this Vita can't run this game, PS3 can't run this game. And and like, like well, here it is, it's yeah. running, and I'm like, not really. It's like it's a totally fucking <laughs> stripped down version of the game graphically and by gameplay, especially on Vita, it's just too small. It's the same way, reason I uh, felt that way about Dead Nation. Um, on Vita, which is that the nubs are too small, the screen's too small. It's a great idea to have something like Dead Nation yeah. on the go, but not an execution, and I feel like it was the same way with Resogun. So I think this is a pretty solid list of games. The other games I'm thinking of, like Rogue Legacy or something, are not. They're known for being PC games, right, so right, it's right. not really ported late. Hotline Miami, yeah, same oh, thing. Oh my story. god! And I say Hotline Miami is best on Vita. Agree, I agree 100 um, with you. That game's made for Analog Six. The reason I couldn't play and didn't understand Hotline Miami is because I just don't know how to mouse play. Mouse and keyboard, and, the mouse keyboard, and, keyboard. Yeah, and I don't no, feel no, like no, that's no. an effective way to play that game. That is a twin stick game. Yeah, you know. That might yeah. be my, like that's what so everyone's like it's best on mouse keyboard. I'm like this is a twin stick game, you know. I don't. They, I, agree. I, I agree. I know that they patched it in later on the PC version, but yeah. So Hotline Miami is another great example of just a fucking fantastic. I can't wait for the second one. Oh my god. Oh, Doctor. Soon. It's got to be soon. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I think that's that's where we stand with Vita. Go, going back to it, though, Freedom Wars. Why doesn't? Why is he on the outside, not on the inside? Watch Freedom Wars on the outside? Yeah. You no, know, the story's in the way. The story gets in the way of the, the gameplay, which is what you want to do. And then you get to the. Well, I mean, once you hit Code 8, like, there's still shit I want to do in that game, which means I have to find a dedicated group of players who want to go through and do it with me. Because it's like. The end missions are super fucking hard. And then. I mean, I, right now there's just barriers to me continuing to play Freedom Wars. The fact that the missions are so hard and I need a group of friends to play with me. I can no longer advance solo. And number two is, like, I need to get... It's it's honestly like a, an MMO, really, where I need drops from certain enemies to improve my weapons to go to the next level to do more damage. But, like, it's all random. Mm-hmm. You know, you got, I got to go in there and do it. And, like, in the I, this might have changed. I haven't checked in, a, like, a month and a half. But there were no really comprehensive wikis saying, like... Here's how you get the Mark Eight, whatever Lancer, da da da. You know the part I needed. Yeah. So then it was like googling, and then I'm kind of find if I'm finding vague things on Game Facts, it sound like they're asking for what I'm doing, and I go to fight the fucking cat creature over and over and over again, and he's not dropping what I want, and it's like, well, fuck, why? You know what I mean? Like, no, I'm not gonna waste my time doing that for this game that I am having so much fun with, or was at least when I could play it at my leisure with mm-hmm. you know friends or by myself. All right. So what it comes down to here is if it counts, Persona Four. Yeah. And if it doesn't count, what are we going with? I think we all said it counts. All right, Persona Four I think it counts. I think I mean I think Uncharted is is maybe the game. I mm-hmm. think you know Freedom Wars is like, I think a special game because it's probably the last AAA game we're gonna get God, um, on Vita. And I think that 
you'll maybe get more AAA ports or I don't, oh, don't forget, I don't we know. We did get Criminal Girls invite only. Criminal Girls. So there's true. another AAA. That's true. That's true. That's I think. Uh, I think that Triple D. I mean, we did a really great, I think, comprehensive Vita top twenty-five Vita list on IGN, you know, last summer before we left, and I think that that kind of says it all in terms of what the best games are on there. I think you just have to expect and understand with the Vita, it's going to be a lot of ports and a lot of PC games that are brought over and exposed to a console or handheld audience, and I think that's what actually makes it kind of special. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's true. That's I, I don't, true. you know, so that's why like a game like Rogue Legacy, yeah, it's on PC, it's way fucking better on Vita. You know, like, like that was one of those games where cross save really mattered to me. You know what I mean? Go on the road, play it, come home, and then upload it to PS4 and sit there and play on PS4 and then leave. And I was, mm-hmm. yes, fuck yes, every game should be like this if this is what they're going for. Obviously, cool. So there you go, Persona Four, best beat game, fact. You heard it here. Now we are moving on to the greatest PlayStation Three game of all time. Now I'm excited for this. This one's because I feel like the PS3 is you guys's. Wheelhouse, yeah, that that is. More I was than there anything. for pretty my my eight years there. Pretty much were in, with, the, with the exception of like the first three months were mm-hmm. all PlayStation Three, and yeah. what nothing happened in the first three months. So it's obvious, layer. except heartbreak, <laughs> right? Layer, right. you're funny. All right, so here we go. We're going with layer. List. We're we're starting with uh, two that I know you guys are not going to be happy with, but Metal Gear Solid Four, yeah, and Gran Turismo Five need to be mentioned at least. They've been mentioned. Little Big Planet, Unfinished Swan, Heavy Rain. Resistance 3, Flower, Super Stardust HD, Infamous 2, Nino Kuni, Uncharted 1, 2, or 3, Journey, Last of Us. Last of Us. It's done. It's done. On to the PSP. We probably missing any that need to be named on that. DC Universe Online again, I'll throw out there. Um... This is where this is where third party games about association with third party games matter. I'm not saying that these games are going to be on the list necessarily, but a game like Catherine or uh, a game Fallout? like Vanquish, um, I think Fallout's more of an Xbox game. This, yeah, what well, I, was, I thought we were saying it doesn't matter. The... No, no, I'm saying that there are third party games. There are a few third party games that were associated with PlayStation. Okay, I'm caught up. Sorry. Vanquish is made by Platinum, so that's obviously going to be associated with PS3 and was basically just only a PS3 game in Japan. And the same thing with Catherine, mm-hmm. which is made by Atlas, uh, Persona Team specifically, a PlayStation 3 game that was ported to the 360 because they felt like they had to do that for the Western audience. But those are PlayStation games. And I think that. Um, they are deserve to be in the conversation in some respect. Not maybe the top three, but in terms of some of the best PlayStation games, Catherine's an extraordinary fucking game. And I still think that um, Catherine's one of the boldest and most interesting and most unique games of all time. Yes, it is like kind of Cubertish or whatever. You're jumping up blocks or whatever. It's, it, the gameplay is a little weird and hard. The game's hard. But the subject matter is awesome. It is about cheating on your girlfriend. You know, it is about... It is about the mental conundrum that a man has when he is juggling two women and it it's is hard it is oh tim knows the pure know one all knows about that. but it is such a unique there's nothing like it you know and that's why the game, it's one of my favorite games like i really really love that game because yeah. i'm like not only is it it's 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 you know like we talk about naughty bear right like the terrible game right naughty i like that game i think it's funny and fun because it's unique and just weird it's about a murdering like a teddy bear just murders his other friend teddy bear friend. Oh, so teddy i'm like bear. that's why i liked it because i'm like there's nothing it's just weird you know it's not like a bro shooter it's not uh save the princess it's not it's like so that's why i liked Catherine. but the thing about Catherine was that it actually was awesome you know it wasn't yeah, the just gameplay wise and the puzzles are really cool really challenging so i want to throw underestimate that. i would like to throw that out there and then i'd like to throw vanquish in there too because i think vanquish is a really i always said vanquish should be a gi joe game it should have been a gi joe game and that would have been awesome and vanquish was a special really fucking weird game you know and really underrated and i wish that it sold better and all that kind of stuff so i want to throw those out there that said the games that you had on the list i think you you know last of us is the obvious answer yeah last of us is one of the best games of it's all the time. right answer 
Yeah, I think so too. And then and then you might even stay with Uncharted or Naughty Dog and do Uncharted after that. Mm-hmm. I think you can make different cases depending on you know for Nino Cooney for Resistance Three for Journey, like you know it, it's it, this is tough because I think PS3 has a really robust catalog. Yeah. I mean, I think that this actually gets it's harder as you go back to like this. The PS3 is the 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 first console going backwards where it's just hard because there is so much good shit yeah. throughout it, the the life cycle that lasted forever. Yeah. So it's like... Ten-year tailspin. You're getting all these different types of games, like something like Journey or Flower. I love those games, like completely love. But then it's hard for me to be like, these are the best games on the console. Like, they're definitely in the conversation, but yeah, you can't compare Journey to Last of Us. Like, it's just... A lot of people hard. have tried. I know. Exactly. And I mean, you can. I mean, I think you could make a, an emotional comparison between. Well, that's the my games. thing. Is sure. like the the emotional connection and the, the experience of Journey the is beauty. so unique. It's beautiful, and I I love that game. And even Flower, like I have a weird fondness in my heart for Flower, where yeah, just you like, and Ryan Clements. It's just it's it's very people. Everyone loves Journey for the emotional connection. For some reason, Flower just hit me. Hit Flower's an emotional game. Too. I, I really really like that game, but it's like it's it. I feel weird putting it on the top of the list. So for me, I would definitely Last of Us. I think is the obvious answer. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't think you can even. I, I love me some Metal Gear Four. I know. Yeah. You, but do you think it's one of? The, you think it's the best game on? the I system? I don't think it's the best game on the system, but I do. It is, at, personally, the most fun I had on the system. Like I had a lot of fun with Metal Gear Solid Four, and because of that, I definitely would want it in the conversation higher than the bottom. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, like I think it's in the in the top ten. Metal Gear sure. Solid Four was always an interesting thing for us, Colin and I. Colin has no real love for it. I, I mean, Metal Gear Solid Four was the Metal Gear game I wanted. It answered the questions. It tied up the loose ends. I got to run R and B Snake. I got to see what happened to Meryl. Like it was, and then he had these. I, I mean, when we went back to Shadow Moses, yeah. are you fucking kidding me? Like I'm, you know, I'm a huge Metal Gear fan. Or at least I was. You know, I, I don't know where I fall anymore. But. uh you know, seeing Ray, seeing Rex, seeing all these awesome things from this franchise, I loved. I loved Metal Gear Solid Four as a Metal Gear Solid Four game. I wanted that was the end cap to this thing that did all this different thing. But what always came down to when Colin and I would go into the room to make the top twenty-five PlayStation games for IGN is just the fact that I I always looked at the list as these are the best games for someone just buying a PlayStation Three to play. Yeah, and I would never ever say start Metal Gear Solid Four. Get it right now start and jump it. in. Don't play the you'd other have games. no fucking like. I love that game as a legacy, as mm-hmm. a continuation. It's almost like. Um, I forget what we were talking about the other day. You can one of you will be able to help me on one of these fucking shows we do where we were talking about the fact that like. I think it was Star Wars, maybe, where they all were like, one, yeah, yeah, the New Hope, uh, Jedi, or no, Empire Jedi, Jedi. Thank you. We're all basically one story, one thing. Look at them all together, because in the middle of it, right, like uh, Empire. Empire doesn't make any sense. Like by its own, you need one. to know yeah. all this, and that's the same thing with Metal Gear Four. Is like you yeah. need to fucking understand what Shadow Moses is mm-hmm. when they say that that you know. You need to be like, oh, May Ling's back. This is oh, exactly. You need to know Ryden. You need to know Jack. You need to know Rose. You need to know. Kurt, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, but that's the thing is that's why I think I enjoy it so much. Is I do no totally. So to me, it was just like here is. All of that together but, as but one I mean, thing. do you? So do you disagree though that that I mean, like, do you understand where I'm coming from? Like, hey, so many people overlook this. That I mean, I'm and I, you know, Jeff always gets shit for for being the guy who gave Metal Gear Solid a ten, right? Metal Gear Solid four a ten. I'm the second opinion on that, saying I agree with this score because I do. I do think that game is a masterpiece at being a Metal Gear game, and like that. This is where we're now into. A whole different conversation That's, of the weeds yeah. of reviewing and what does it mean to review a game, right? Mm. I, I think that reviewing the game and putting a top 10 list together are much different, right? Yep. 
Yeah, and it's definitely even on my list. It's not number one. Yeah, that's a for sure. I mean, just you to, just, to, just to yeah. be just to be different. I mean, just to differ from you on the list. Like, I just didn't think MGS four belonged on the list at all. You know, I just think that it's a it's not, it's See, the worst MG, It's the worst Metal Gear game, and I, I think that. And to me, it's like I didn't. I was just like I got way further in than I did MGS three, which totally turned me off. But MGS four, I played extensively, and I was like, I fucking don't like this game. You know, yeah, like I like I don't. This is not a Metal Gear, you know. Like well, see, that, that's what I kept saying to me. I'm like, where is Metal? Like, where is the Metal Gear? Game? And when I was playing it, and when it it's been a long time, ended, and all these different things for me, it was. I was like, oh man, Kojima's putting it aside. Snake story and the Metal Gear story is done, and this is the end. And this is an awesome. What the fuck? There are more games. Yeah. This continues, and the timeline is getting more and more complicated, and all this weird stuff's happening. He's like, just we'll just stop. Just stop. Just do something different, or tell another mm-hmm. story in the Metal Gear universe. But like. And and uh, you make well, it's the end of Solid Snake's tale. It's like yeah, sure, okay, but like, what the fuck is going on? You yeah. know what I mean? Like, don't... no, that's the thing. I don't think four is perfect, and definitely it is not the most Metal Gear Solid game. That's true. I think that I enjoyed it because I like how it did action, and like I thought it was fun, and I thought that the the variety of all the the gameplay enticed me and. The things I didn't like about three, it fixed. Like there wasn't so much focus on the dumb camel bullshit and like yeah, yeah. Do, do all the rations and all that stuff. Kind of quickened it all up. And yeah, there was a lot of movies, but that's Metal Gear. Like that's it is what it is. But anyways, Last of Us. Yeah, I think the last our of us pick is, of the I week. Think the Last of Us, is the obvious answer. This, there's you can make. I mean, I'm looking at your list here. I mean, there's Heavy Rain's a fantastic game. Resistance Three, I would make the argument is easily the best shooter on the console. Um, it's really a shame that more people didn't play that game. I'm really. I, I am bummed. I, I get so many messages. I've gotten so many messages over the years from people that are like, "Thank you for making me play this game." Like for, Resistance Three. Yeah, like it's an Great awesome. Story. It's an awesome, awesome single player shooter. Eerie, bizarre alien shooter. You know, like it's just a, a great game. But yeah, I think it's so obvious that the Last of Us is is the Last of Us. Not only PlayStation 3's get best game. It's maybe it's. I want to say it's the best game of all time, but it's one of the best games of all time. Mm-hmm. Full stop. Like no doubt about it. Yeah. Well, there you go. Next up. We have a uh, probably, I wouldn't say the most difficult actually. That that's Vita and, and PS4 because those there's just not too much. Going Libraries on. are growing, but we got the kind PSP. Of. Yeah, now the, the PSP is very interesting because it had a lot of really bad games. Yeah, and then it actually has a lot of games that are unique, exclusive to the system. PSP is an amazing system that are great, underrated yeah. again. I think underrated is a great way to put it because let's let's go through this list right now. Fucking a bunch of you motherfuckers wrote it off before that Destination PlayStation event, and then bam, everything changed. We got. Daxter, which was let's be real, the like the worst Jack and Daxter game. Interesting yeah, story behind that it game. Wasn't a, it wasn't a Jack and Daxter. Uh, game. Right. Daxter. Yeah. What's the interesting story? Naughty Dog started that game and they never finished it, and then uh, Ready at Dawn finished that game. That's the story Ready at Dawn, the Order. Yeah, people. Oh my god. Kingdom Hearts: Birth by Sleep. How far do they get in making it? They were making it, and they they were making a PSP game and Uncharted, which they were calling Project Big at the same time, and they couldn't do both, so they they abandoned the project. That was Neil Druckmann worked on Daxter, as far as I remember. That's why they were, it was so like gritty and dark. Yeah, it was, a, it was a <laughs> very dark gritty. Um, it opens with a spoil, spoiler. It opens with you know Jack getting killed in front of Daxter. Oh my god! All right, Kingdom Hearts: Birth by Sleep, GTA: Liberty City Stories. Yes. GTA: Vice City Stories. Yes. Luminous. Of course. Yes. Crisis Core Final Fantasy VII. That is a good game. I like Crisis Core. Do you? Yeah. I do too. I would have thought very, you'd be very one of the, the haters on very it. Very eerie game. Very yeah, weird game. It is. Uh, I wish it was longer. That's my only issue with it. God of War Ghost of Sparta. 
Dissidia Final Fantasy. That's a Clement special right there. Uh, Patapon 3. Yeah! Bah, bah, bah! You're one of the And of course, Metal Gear Solid, Peace Walker. The answer. I like how that you're doing these lists and then you're just leaving the obvious number well, one choice go. at the very end. It happens. Yeah. The weird thing about PSP is that it's. I felt like PSP... A lot of people were like, look at PSP's numbers. PSP sold like 80 million units, right? And yeah. they're like, let's... Look at the units and look how well it's sold and look at all the great games. And I look at the library and I'm like, it is a great system. I like it. I like it a lot. But a lot of people bought PSP to homebrew with it. So yep. what ended up happening was it that... Was the best system of all time because of it. I mean, that's what a lot... I mean, by by 2010, no one was buying PSP for its games. Like, like, like that's just a fact. Like, you know, it was really rare for someone to be like, I'm buying a PSP for X. I can't play Mario. They're buying PSP to play like an NES emulator. And so what ended up happening was that the the, the hardware sold prolifically and the, and the, plat, and the platform had really a, a lack of prolific selling software after, say, 2005, 2006. But what was cool is that it had this really slow burn. PSP games still come out. And, it, like, every few months there's a PSP game, a new PSP game. Universal Media Disc. And so what, <laughs> what I look at is I look at the beginning and I think about... What I think about in the beginning is Grand Theft Auto, uh, Liberty really? City Stories, and, and Vice City Stories, like these 2005, 2006, 2007 kind of era. Mm-hmm. Those are the games that stick out to me. And then at the end, I think about Final Fantasy Complete Collection. I think about uh, my favorite PSP game, which is uh, Tactics uh, Ogre Let Us Cling Together, which I think is PSP's best game. Um, and what was so cool is that it was buttressed by this really strong start. And, and what I think was a somewhat of a long but strong Japanese centric end and in the middle mm-hmm. is like a lot of I don't stuff. know like stuff that like Mega Man powered up Maverick Hunter like Assassin's weird stuff Creed. that I really liked but like I don't know I think I, I'm not going to really sit here and dispute that like maybe Peace Walker one of these games is the best is the best PSP game I think that my favorite PSP game and I think the PSP game that is is the best in my mind is Tactics Ogre um, Tactics Ogre is really really good and so I think that you can make that argument and uh, let it sit. But the, the weird thing about the PSP is that I actually don't think it has this amazing library of games at all. You know, I think it has like a really strong start and a pretty strong end, mm-hmm. and just a lot of homebrewing in the middle. Homebrew's great though. I think it has a really good library. I think it has a better library than Vita. You agree with that? No, definitely no. not. I do. I agree with myself on that one. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it had a lot of standout cool titles that stood in its own. Standout cool titles that stand on his own. Damn. You, the Patapon series was awesome. Local Roco, people loved. Hot Shots Open Tea, which, granted, don't get me wrong, Hot Shots has been around, but he, it's it felt at home. The Luminous came and kept coming. Yep. Uh, Metal, I like that people were making games for Vita. Mm-hmm. PSP. Think, PSP. Sorry. PSP. Think about how crazy it is that Kojima made a Metal Gear twice, four, <laughs> if you want to include Acid, three times, four this PSP, this handheld system, you know what I mean? That was big in Japan, which is why it you know, helped skew Japanese-wise. But they were making real games that were different and awesome, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, I always I always catch flack for it, but I still stand by it that I think that of last console generation, Peace Walker wasn't just the best PSP game, it was the best console game of last generation. Like, that's the one that stood out for me when we had to do this GameScoop discussion of, like, the games I enjoyed the most. And I think this was pre-Last of Us, so don't rip my face off. But... I don't care, it's your opinion. <laughs> I know, but I mean, like... I'm, I don't even know. Maybe there would be an argument to be made there. I haven't thought much on that since mm-hmm. I originally said it. But Peace Walker is my favorite game of all time. You know what I mean? Originally, I was held by Metal Gear Solid 1 on PlayStation 1. And then Peace Walker came out and just took what I loved about that game, applied it here, voice acting, comic cutscenes, great missions to go out and do stuff, replayability, missions that were designed to be played in bite-sized chunks. 
I'm on the train, right? I go, jump into a mission. I go do it. I come out. I ping whatever random hotspot I just passed. I then fight to get new recruits for my thing to build up my army, to build my metal gear, to go out and do different things, like to mm-hmm. send out my guys in this strategic operation to come back with more supplies. It was like, yes, this is like, you get what I want to do here and the strengths of this platform. This was built for a portable system and it makes sense. You know what I mean? Like you drop, you look at Vita now, right? And you look at Persona 4, you look at Rogue Legacy and these are games just ported to the system. Yeah. And that's great. But cool. This was something, this was a AAA game built, built for this platform. Mind, yeah. And that's so important. I think that carries over too to Kingdom Hearts Birth by Sleep and uh, Crisis Core Final Fantasy 7 mm-hmm. where it's like those were games that were, that took the franchise but made it a handheld version right and, like, made sure that everything is in shorter bursts and like there was more replayability and all that stuff and um that that is what made the system so unique for those experiences yeah peace walker I, for me i every time you say that it's your favorite game and all that stuff i'm like wow you're like, just not a metal gear fan it's okay i i am a metal gear fan he's not a metal gear fan he doesn't but understand the, metal the, gear. when it comes to metal gear i i have never been a fan of the big box <laughs> stuff like there's it's See, still great. Yeah, when I yeah, say yeah. I'm not a fan, it just means I prefer the Solid Snake stuff. I'm with you. I Metal Gear Solid 3 was a big turnoff for me, too. I did not enjoy Metal Gear Solid 3. I got through it. And I was like, all right, I understand why people loved it or whatever. But it's just like, The yeah, story's amazing. I yeah. think that is the one thing for it that stands out yeah. above the rest. But otherwise, the other ones are better. Yeah. But, like, with Peace Walker, and I just hate that we're stuck in this thing where, like, every freaking game is now about Big Boss. And it's like, Solid Snake only had, like, at least for the Metal Gear Solid games. Two and what? a half games? Uh, not even a half. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, and that's crazy that he is the main character, but he's not. Big yeah. Boss is the damn main character. Yeah, yeah, And so for Peace Walker, it always <laughs> turned me off, A, because I didn't want to fucking play on the PSP, and um, B, because it was fucking, again, more of this storyline that wasn't what I wanted. And uh, now that it's on the HD collection, I started it, and I was like, this is cool, and I like the comic cutscenes, and I like all that stuff, but I never felt the need to keep playing. What I loved about Peace Walker is that it was a self-contained good story. You know what I mean? Like even like I'm talking it's the it's the antithesis of Metal Gear Solid 4. Mm-hmm. You start this thing, you know that you're you're this guy, the big boss. You're starting les or not the les enfants terribly, uh, the military without borders, militaries without uh, borders. And you're recruiting guys. This guy comes with a mission. He plays you a tape recorder that sounds like this woman you killed that you were in love with. That's you don't need to know everything that happened in three. Yeah. You didn't have to play the battle because they retell it with this awesome cutscene of the petals falling and everything else. And you, that's enough motivation. I want—is this person dead or not? I'm going to go on this mission to find out. And then, yeah, you're off, on, off and running on that. You meet new characters that are now like super important to the canon with Ground Zeroes and Phantom Pain and all this, which is still crazy to me. I just got so used to PSP games being shit out or whatever, and not and being the stepchild, right? That yeah. nobody cared about. That now, like. Paz and uh, the kid and the, her his Chico. yeah Chico thank you very much and the sister are all like main characters happening in Phantom Pain I see them in trailers people are like who are those I'm like oh my god let me tell you yeah. this traitorous woman I'll yeah. tell you what her deal is you know what <laughs> I mean like that's awesome and yeah I just had that game was that was you know I put well, I forget what it was it was some insane hour of like you know it took me I, I did it at a review event it was like 12 13 hours to beat the story right and then it was an additional like life to date like 98 hours of playing that game on the on my psp and just pinging things all the time and trying to build up a better army and do all these different things colin would you make any case against middle gear solid peace walker i played very briefly and i didn't like it again again because it was it's it's i just didn't want to play on the psp anymore that was that was a huge problem i didn't feel like a game that was made for psp even though it was made for psp i don't feel like metal gear belongs on the psp and so you know that's a console game Metal Gear is a console, big movie, action movie game. 
the thing that stands out to me, like I said, is that, you know, strong beginning, strong end. And also PSP had games that I really cared about that were just re-released and felt at home on PSP. I really liked the original Final Fantasy and Final Fantasy 2 on PSP. War of the Lions is fucking awesome on PSP. Yeah. Um, but again, and again, that goes back to Maverick Hunter. It goes back to Dracula X. That goes back to uh, um, Powered Up and all these games that were basically re-released or remakes. Like Powered Up is a remake of Mega Man 1. That was really random, you know, like that they did that and it was cool. Um but again, it was a very late game. 2011, I think it came out. Tactics Ogre. Um, that game is fucking awesome. And yeah. so I would say that that game is the best PSP game in my mind. The, the one that I remember the most that is unique to the platform, at least in its iteration that it came out in. And so War of the Lions is similar to that game. And it's got a new translation and some new you know bells and whistles. But it is a PlayStation 1 game. So I, yeah. I wouldn't... Uh, we'll get back to that, I'm sure. Because that's you know one of the great games of all time. Mm-hmm. All right. So we're going to go with Peace Metal Gear Solid. Peace Walker for that. I'm done. I can go home now. Yeah, exactly. Well, I guess I'm home all the time, but you know what I mean. I can go to my room. Yes. All right. So, next up, we got the one that I think is going to be the most interesting discussion because I don't think there's a clear answer. PlayStation 2. PlayStation 2 stuff? Yes. And now, I think that this is the toughest because it is the generation that had, I think, the most franchises with multiple iterations that were all great. All awesome. And yeah, it's yeah, hard. Yeah. Like PS3 had Uncharted, right? Yeah. Maybe a couple others. But like this was the system that had yeah, multiple yeah. like Start laying them out. So we got SS Tricky. SSX Tricky. Sorry. No chance in hell. Dragon Quest Eight. No. Katamari Damacy. Hell no. Ratchet and Clank up your arsenal. Get the fuck out of here. Which is the best Ratchet and Clank. Kraken Time's better. But well sorry, on the on this generation. Gotcha, thank you very yeah, much. I I agree that Kraken Time's the best. But it was over, it's the welcome one's over. Get out, Ratchet. Jack three. Amplitude. Silent Hill two. Mm-hmm. Final Fantasy ten. Devil May Cry three. Or Devil May Cry. You still haven't said a single game that I would put on the, on this list. Really? Yeah. I think we're about to get in there. Eco. No. Shadow of the Colossus. You want to put Shadow in there? No. Interesting. Really? No. Nope. What's your What's your hate? What's your shadows? I think Eco and Shadow of the Colossus are both overrated. I just think that their Eco is certainly overrated. Yeah. Shadow, of, Shadow, Shadow of the Colossus is uh, a great fucking super eerie game. I think it's not this fucking seminal masterpiece everyone I like I really I played it. I didn't play it until I got here either. Yeah. And I played it in like two thousand seven or two thousand eight. And I played it for the first time with Mark Ryan's. Mark Ryan loves that game. He loves yeah, that game yeah. so much on the back of his motorcycle helmet. He has a, a custom sticker of the the symbol mm-hmm. of it or whatever, which is cool. But weak spot. His weak spot. His weak spot, yeah. And I was like, this is cool. But, like, first of all, the controls in that game, same thing with Eco, but I think it shines more in Shadow of the Classes, are just fucking backwards as hell in that game. And, like, just the way you have to control and do like things in that game is like, it's like, like Jesus buttons to grab and grab. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I love the, the formula of the game and the essence of the game, but I'm like, this is not in my mind in my opinion it's not this 10 this fucking mind-blowing where's the last guard like you know like give me, that's why the last guardian is so confusing and i'm like yeah your game was good but is it really good that you spent 10 years on it i don't know about that you know <laughs> i enjoyed it a lot gran turismo 4 gotta mention it or gran turismo 3 yeah ace back i was gonna say it was the yeah. one um, or smugglers run god of war one or two sure metal gear solid 2 now you're talking. Now you're cooking. Solid three. Kingdom Hearts one or two. And now here we are. Here we. I know. You here come the granddaddies. Grand Theft Auto three. Grand Theft Auto Vice City and Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. 
I mean, there's a, there's a bunch of games I would put on this list, but I, I think that, again, this is hard. PS2 has an extensive library of games. You'd be low. I think the only game on there that I would definitively put on my list is Metal Gear Solid 2 in terms of the top three. I think that game's fucking awesome. I love that game. That's my favorite Metal Gear game. And I think that you would all you could also make a case for one of the Grand Theft Auto games, and I would make a case for Vice City. I think Vice City is still the best Grand Theft Auto game. I think Vice City um, is definitely my favorite of the the three. I think three obviously is the the, the biggest one, just because it was well, it's the, the template. The one that's when you come all. exactly. You come yeah, down to what, then, what's the game's importance versus which yeah. one what belongs. But to I feel list. like Vice City really kind of just perfected that and like gave everybody <laughs> just more of what they wanted better. San Andreas is interesting because people went either, too far, I think. either love it or people are like, no, they just went too far. This isn't what I wanted. And I'm one of those people. And it, it's funny because I love You guys three. are both they went too far? Yeah, yeah I think okay. I think San Andreas I love 3 and I love Vice City so much. And when they started talking about San Andreas and they're like, oh, it's California where I'm fucking from. San Francisco is going to be in it. It's in the 90s, my favorite generation ever. And it's focused on like hip hop music. I'm like, uh, yeah. This is going to be the fucking best. And then I played it. I'm like, uh-oh. This just... Whoa. It, it feels a little too big. And I think that's when it lost me. I love San Andreas. So many I'm, people love it, though. I'm the opposite of you guys. I loved it. Don't get me wrong. In this argument, I think I would go with Vice City. It's the one that kind of perfected... It had the right balance of everything, right? Because GTA 3 obviously was stunning, amazing, blew your mind when you played it. But looking back, even at the time, it seemed somewhat empty, right, mm. in terms of, like, a world, whereas Vice City felt like a fleshed-out world. And then San Andreas, I enjoyed, but I totally understand what everybody's complaints are with it every time I talk about it. Like, the eating and working out and all yeah, that crap, just, that was annoying. Like, that, that was the thing. That. that was annoying as shit. Mm. Yeah. The well, most annoying thing to me was that they changed the controls so you couldn't drive your car with the D-pad. You had to use the analog stick. I'm like, no. Welcome to the out. new generation. I Can know, you just exactly. join me here but that was when That was when it was in the weird thing where it wasn't the new generation yet like it was the end of the other of somebody's got to somebody's got to force it's it it's like the triggers still weren't accelerating all that so it was just like it was similar to the old experiences yeah. but it wasn't exactly the same and yet also wasn't what the new generation would be so it was kind of just in between so i don't know vice city for me yeah, vice city i would say too yeah I'm, uh, i would i mean vice city is all i'm just because i also love the 80s and i think the soundtrack in vice city is just through the roof good and um exactly i would add a few games to the list i mean mm -hmm. i think that um I have a huge soft spot for Animusha. Oh god! Um, yes. And I think that uh, Animusha Two is probably the game really? I put on the list. Yeah, but all, oh, uh, but man. I really love Animusha One as well, and I actually really like Animusha Four. But I think Three, I fucking hate. I hate that I game. I fucking love Three. I hate that game the so much. Is, when they three, go to modern times, and it's, shit so like that, it's so good. It's like John so, Reno's in it. So bad. It's whip. Okay, I, oh, I, I love that. Game. I actually refuse to finish it. Like, I'm not finishing this game. What? Oh my god! I've, I've seen enough. But the fourth one was like a nice. I still can't believe they haven't gone back to Animusha. Um, and I liked Animusha before I knew Inafune had anything to do with it too, which is, you know, so just everyone knows. Um, just a really fantastic, weird kind of mixture of what DMC would be along with what Resident Evil was. And I think that that was, like, DMC was too much for me. That game was, like, way too much. Oh, I loved DMC. And Resident Evil was just enough around that time with 4 um, coming out on GameCube mm -hmm. literally in 2004. Mm -hmm. So I would I would consider a game like Animusha. I would consider a game like Dark Cloud, which I really love. It's Dark a level Cloud. 5 game. Um, the guys did Nuno Kuni later on, White Knight Chronicles, etc. I think that... That's a really good game. Dark Cloud Two was also a really good game. That was a their weird game. Rogue, you know, people are really love Rogue Galaxy too. Um, I'm not sure I would I would include Dark Cloud, but I want to give that game a shout out. A game that I think will be controversial that I want to include that I fucking love. I love 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 is the Getaway, and I think oh. that um, that get, the Getaway was it could have been more. Yeah, hundred percent. And I think that what they nailed was what Grand Theft Auto couldn't. 
at that time and they, they did with Grand Theft Auto 4 which was the presentation and making it serious like a movie yeah and like it was just an awesome story and an awesome game especially on the heels of like Lockstock and Snatch like yep. people really I think that I think it just really resonated with me a lot because of that at the time it came out like fall 2002 right yeah. spring 2003 whenever the fuck it came out and so I, I have to give a healthy and hearty shout out to the getaway because while I think it was an incomplete game it was what was there was awesome and I really I get so depressed when I think that Sony London was working on a new getaway for they made a second one but a, a new one for PS3 mm-hmm. that never saw the light of day and it's yeah. like damn it fucking damn it you know what I mean like like I I, I wanted them to you know the, the guy what was the studio that did so, internal studio Soho right they were called because um, Sony London is a mostly casual studio and Soho is like an internal team kind of like Team Eco at Studio Japan and uh, they never got a chance to do it, you know, and I was like, it sucks, man, because that was a really special and extraordinary game. And when I think about the games that I remember most from PS2, like the games that I really remember, that's one of them. Mm-hmm. But that was also a muddled um, generation for me because that was the first generation where I was really playing everything. I was actually playing mostly on GameCube. So, uh, but I mean, I had a bajillion, it had a hand- I had a bajillion had PS2 to use games. It. it had a handle. <laughs> yep. You know, I think the PS2 is really interesting, and I don't mean this as an insult. I actually mean it as a compliment. Here comes an insult. No, I think that it's uh, it has... Many of its great games are eights. Like it has so many good, solid. This is what an eight is. I really enjoy it, and it's a fun game. I'm playing the shit out of it, but it's not a perfect game. Right. You know, I think even a lot of games on this list, they're just eights. You know, like I could never say Amplitude is a ten. It's not. It's not for everybody, and it has all these issues. But I loved it. I played the shit out of it. Any of the Ratchet and Clank games, any of the Jack games, like Jack games, so good, man. A lot of these things, like I would say, you can't really give more than an eight. Sure. Like and an eight's pretty much they fucking nailed it, but that is as high as it's gonna get. Right, right, when right. When we're right. starting to talk about like what is the best game on PlayStation three or two, I think it has to be one of the Grand Theft Autos. Yeah. I feel like we in we decided by City. So I think that's I wouldn't dispute it. I wouldn't dispute it. I, there you I, go, I, Phil I, Collins, your award's incoming. Metal Gear Solid too, I would I would maybe make a case for it too. Story sucks. I think I disagree. I think story's awesome. Do you remember Good bad Rose? guys too? I do remember Jack. Shut up. Oh, Jesus, God. shut up. <laughs> Yeah, but MGS2 is good. Decoy the Oct- ga- I mean, Decoy the gameplay, amazing. Blew mm-hmm. my mind. You know what I mean? And I, that, I always talk about it like Metal Gear Solid 2 is the first game that I, in quote unquote, platinum. Like, that's the first game I ever did everything in where I had every dog tag I played on, every difficulty I took, every ghost picture. I mean, like, I knew that game backwards and forwards. And so, like, don't get me wrong, tons of love for Metal Gear Solid 2, but like, just the story, like Snake at the end, like not even like they didn't use Snake. Like I was never, I was never, I didn't hate riding or anything. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But like at the end, when like it ends with him breaking his own handcuffs, then jumping into the water, and then that's like what? <laughs> and then there, then he's then like you're in the financial district and papers are in. He's like, what the hell is happening? Yeah, what the fuck is? I think this? The, the biggest lo. problem in that game is that you had to know what the shit was going on. Yeah, and it wasn't until like ten years later. When someone else explains to you what happened, that you're like, "Oh, that's actually really cool." Yeah. But when you're playing it, it's just like, "That was the what? thing is, and this is what I that's my thing is like Metal Gear Solid Two is when, you know, Kojima came off the rails with storytelling. You know what I mean? And why I think I love Peace Walker so much because like I felt like Metal Gear Solid One at the time my favorite game of all time. This perfect game. You know what I mean? Like great story. I understand what's happening. It's it it showed me that games could be on par with movies and do all these different things. Metal Gear Solid 2, the story starts to get out of fucking control. Metal Gear Solid 3, we fucked up Metal Gear Solid 2's story. Let's go back in time and try to, you know, Metal Gear Solid 4, the end cap to everything. You, you know what I mean? It's just like, yeah. that's why when we got to Peace Walker and it's like, start, the end, 
that's the story. Like, oh, thank God. You know what I mean? Like, this, I can wrap my head around this and enjoy it like a book. Mm-hmm. Well, everyone could enjoy Grand Theft Auto Vice City. So they that sure can. The, that is our, our bet for best place. Ray Liotta. Phil Collins. Now, rounding this out, 80s. we got the PlayStation 1. Yeah. Also known as the PSX. Awesome library games. Some people. Now, this amazing is one where I feel like it has the largest library of amazing games compared to any of these other systems. But I feel like the final conversation we're going to have is going to get down to a couple obvious answers. WWF SmackDown. Yes. Let's go through Let's go through a couple of them. We got... I'll flip this fucking table over. <laughs> we got Resident Evil. Resident Evil. Resident Evil 2. 3 doesn't make the cut. Gran Turismo 2. Siphon Filter 2. Siphon Filter. Parappa the Rapper. Chrono Cross. Parappa the Rapper. Let's go back to that for a second. I saw this on a lot of best of lists. And it's like, guys, that's some nostalgia talk. Are you fucking smoking? It's an awesome fuck. game, but it's, it's it's but it is a it, 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 today that would be a ten dollar download. It's all yeah. in the mind. It's a game you can beat in twenty minutes if you know how to play. <laughs> Chrono yeah. Cross. Well, how do you feel about Chrono Cross? It's fine. It's 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 it's, it's not Chrono Trigger. It's not, Why and not? I think that you know, obviously, it took advantage of the name. It's the same thing with what was that Legend of Mana or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a late PS one JRPG that came out late. You know, again, late in the in the ecosystem on the console with arguably the most JRPGs of of quality mm-hmm. ever released. So, to me, that's why it doesn't stand up. There are there are plenty of JRPGs better than Chrono Cross on the console, like Suikoden Two. <gasps> I wouldn't put the Suikoden games on there. Zeno Gears. You wouldn't? No. Why? No. Nor Zeno Gears. Zeno Gears is a game that's like not even done. I, like I like that. That was that was a weird game. If I remember correctly, I was talking to someone about this because I remember I remember getting Xeno Gears. I was fucking so excited about Xeno Gears. Got it in ninth grade, and I was talking to someone. I'm like, I kind of remember like the end of the game being like totally random and rushed. And I I don't know if someone put that in my mind or that's what I remember about it. But I feel like that's one of the things about that game is that the game's good, 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 and then it's just like. Then it's just mm-hmm. over. Crazy ass ending. Yeah. yeah I, n- I never played it, but I know a lot of people that to them, that is their definitive PlayStation it's 1. It's a very deep game. Bring experience. me back and bring me back to Sweet in 2, though, because that was one when Jared was freaking out on Beyond saying it was coming and it was the best RPG all time. I didn't remember you saying anything contrary to it. And I still. I'm not saying anything contrary to it. I'm just saying if we're picking out the best three PS1 games, it's, that's not even fucking anywhere near the list. You know? Okay. PS1, man. The list is in my mind. I know exactly what the list is in my mind. You know? I, I mean, get, it's, I think it's obvious like i, I really think smacked. more so than any of these other systems it's just like you know the three the order that's a challenge nfl game day all right i don't think i don't think any of the three games i'm going to discuss are on any of your guys lists but let's let's really yeah well let's oh, move on well okay we got tomb raider 2 which again that's nostalgia but yeah tomb raider doesn't doesn't hold up those ones don't fall fantasy tactics now you're hitting on something all right I mean, that's a great game. It's a guess who with Colin. You're not <laughs> Spyro Two. Oh yeah, that's rage. a Colin joint if I've ever heard one. Look at him. It's an Insomniac game, but it's it's. Uh, you don't like the Spyros? No. Spyro. I like Spyro. You don't too. like the Spyros? <laughs> I was also. I was just not into platformers during the oh, PS1 era. Oh man. Well, I was. So Crash Bandicoot Two and Crash Bandicoot Warped definitely in the discussion, but they're just not when <laughs> there's these other games. Um, let's see where are we at. Final Fantasy 7. Of course. Final Fantasy 8. Final Fantasy 9. We got Metal Gear Solid. Yay! Obviously. Um, I'm going to put this on the list. Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2. 
The second one, huh? Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, because the that, first two are awesome. It, it's a multi-platform. There's the first four are awesome. But Thug um, is the best one. No. No, 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 no. I loved Thug. Thug was when it was just, that's when it hit the line. Thug wasn't bad, but it was just okay. And then Thug 2 was like, uh-oh. Thug had a story, man. And then American Wasteland just went to shit. Fucking Eric Sparrow. That motherfucker. Um, we love you, Eric Sparrow. No, he's the bad guy in Thug. Rest in peace. No, 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 no. Um, all right, yeah. So Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2, that's a multi-platform game, but that is a PlayStation game. You know, like, I feel like I played it first on N64, and, like, I know people that played it on Dreamcast, but it's yeah, like, dude, no, that's, that's a, a fucking game. PlayStation game, you know? <laughs> and that game is so special. But to say it's the best on the system is hard, but back in the day, that game got tense from, like, everybody. Yeah, I, was, I remember getting that game for Christmas in 99, I think it was, and being fucking so excited I got it because... Um, that's what actually I was going through stuff in my house. That's probably one of the games that it, that one of the only games from the pre-internet era. Of, there's a picture of me playing it, mm. and and I'm like cross-legged on my bed, like sitting there, like playing it with my blue DualShock, and uh, it was a special game. I mean, it was yeah. a totally, totally special game, especially because we hadn't we hadn't played with the idea of what a skateboarding game could be really since the NES, right? We had like California games and Skate or Die and weird shit like that, and yeah. then like this whole you know, bizarre emptiness, really. With the exception of... There was random games that were not even skating games, like Skitchin on Genesis and shit like yeah. that. But, like, when you got to Tony Hawk, it's like, this is fucking awesome. And what was so distressing about it was that others could have done better with it. Like, remember the game Thrasher? Mm-hmm. Which was, like, more of a simulation. Sim, yeah. And I was like, fuck that, man. Like, th- like, <laughs> like this, this is... This is it fucking nailed Don't, it. Like, yeah, that's yeah. the thing is like two is yeah. the one that like brought to the next level of just goddamn you guys nailed this. This is just gameplay perfection mm-hmm. for me. Um, Tony Hawk one I still prefer over it like just because that was the first one I played. Yeah, me too. I, I would take super. I would take one over two. I can see one in my mind but much to clearer. Me two is two is the closest to a ten in the whole series. But my favorite's four, and one I still prefer prefer over two. Um, but yeah, so I'd, I'd put that. No, you're crazy. <laughs> Um, for the Final Fantasies, between 7, 8, and 9. I would, just, take, I would take 9. Oh, wait, hold on. But to, to finish out this list, let's put... Here you go, Colin. Castlevania Symphony of the Night. Yeah, I mean, that's, right, so there you that's go. obvious. So that, that's the list, <laughs> unless we're missing any. But before we, we talk about that, Final Fantasy, mm-hmm. is there a debate here? Yeah. God, you're a crazy motherfucker, Colin Warrior. No, I'm not. I, 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 here's the thing about this. All right, I'm just going to throw it out there. I have a fucking really deep knowledge of the PS1 RPG category, like catalog, very fucking deep. So, like, I, I, you know, people can accept it or not. Everyone has their own opinions. It doesn't mean that I'm necessarily right or wrong. I mean, there is no right or wrong answer. But I played most of that catalog of JRPGs. That's all I was playing for the most part. Like, ninety percent of my PS1 catalog was JRPGs, and then there was like Metal Gear and Tony Hawk and some random ass shit like that. So. Final Fantasy 7, 8, and 9 are all good games. And I would say 7 and 9 are great games. I think 9 is the best one of them all. I think 9 recaptured what people wanted, which was, you know, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5 were all fantasy games. 6 was a... What made 6 so special was it was steampunk that fused, like, guns with, you know, swords or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, so you had, like, an airship, but you also had, like, you know, Locke was, like, throwing a boomerang and shit like that. And Sign was using, like, a, you know, an EP to, you know, whatever you call it, EP to, to, to fight. And Seven, Midgar was then not even steampunk. Now it was, like, futuristic. Eight was whatever the fuck eight was. Then Nine went back to 
you know, back to the roots. And so I think nine stood out for that reason. I think you could make a case for seven or nine, but I think that, that neither of them are anywhere near being their best role-playing game on the console. Mm-hmm. And so you really have to ask yourself is, some people might make the case for Dragon Quest seven, seven what Dragon Warrior seven it still was at the time. I wouldn't. Um, I didn't jump too deeply into that game. Anyway, that game ate the fucking time out of some people's like that dragon quest seven is apparently like a 120 hour rbg wasn't not going down that rabbit hole um my favorite game and i think the best game on ps1 is castlevania symphony of the night but wild arms is the best role-playing game on the console by a fucking mile and like and that's you know that the reason that Wild Arms didn't resonate with people more when Media Vision released it in early 97 was because Final Fantasy VII was right there, mm-hmm. you know? And it, people were waiting for it, and it changed the whole game and, and introduced people to JRPGs. Final Fantasy VII is an instrumental, one of the most important games of all time, in my mind, mm-hmm. for proliferating... Let me back up. Everyone knew we were playing Japanese games, right? Everyone knew most of the games, if not all of them, came out of Japan. Well, Final Fantasy VII, I think, I did, did, I think, for a large group of people that were playing games, made them want to and proud to play Japanese games and was it was they liked it because it was Japanese and they liked it because it opened up an entire genre of games they had never experienced before the JRPG which was at in 97 at its height and uh, Wild Arms had just had the the misfortune of coming out a few months before it Mm -hmm. but that game is fucking harrowing and sad and I really like how there's only three characters in the game you ever play with and they're the three characters you have the entire fucking time and you get to really know them. It's not like Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy VI is awesome, but there's like there's literally twenty characters. Mm-hmm. The the last boss fight in Final Fantasy VI is everyone fighting, and that that was why it was so cool. Like like the boss was like screens long, and you like went up and down, and like yeah. and that was awesome. But I like the intimacy of Wild Arms. Mm-hmm. So to me, the best three PlayStation One games, definitively in my mind, like fucking definitively, are Wild Arms, Castlevania Symphony of the Night, and Final Fantasy Tactics. You know, those are the three, and those are tens three tens you know and i think there are actually other tens metal gear solid hey um i would give a 10 to um and then you would have to you would have to give a shout out again that seven and nine i guess but if you want to go down that rabbit hole man there are better J- japanese role-playing games on the mm-hmm. console than that so that is i mean that's a very call and answer and i think that's good like that is hardcore fucking real shit you know what i mean i think that to me the go-to three obviously would be metal gear solid final fantasy 7 castlevania symphony of the night yeah those are the ones that universally i think people recognize as the best three on the console sure talking about the ordering of those that's really rough that's hard metal gear solid i'd go metal gear solid though yeah that's why i love sam pound of that best friends um I have not played Symphony of Night. I need to do that. I played Symphony of Night years oh, later on a PSP, man. and I totally love it. I'm oh, going gonna, gonna to try dear. to get through again for the book club here. What a game. Remember, yeah, book club. What? Right? I'm game. sure I'm going to love it. Oh, that game's special, man. That game, like... The beauty of Symphony of the Night is that it... It... it is ju- it's, it's like... It's, I, I think I said on another show, it's like it's pretty much perfect. Like, it really is like a pretty much a perfect game. It might be the closest thing to a perfect 10 that there is in my mind it's just that and skyward sword that and of course skyward sword uh it learned from super metroid but it also learned from simon's quest which i thought was really weird and funny as a kid and i immediately understood and acknowledged that and i think a lot of people don't acknowledge that castle simon's quest is like the bastard child castlevania game which is why it was so cool that some of the great games that came later like symphony of the night and the original lords of shadow were both direct homages um, to Simon's Quest, and that's what I liked about those games. So, you know, Symphony of the Night is a PlayStation game. It's also on Saturn at the time, um, and some people say the Saturn version is better. You can play as Maria and stuff like that. But um, 
you know, I remember clear as day getting Castlevania. It was the second PS1 game I bought. Wow. Um, and I, 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 I bought it because I was a Castlevania fan, and I had no idea, like, what I was getting myself into. And I put it in, and I'm like, I was, like, blown away. Like, this, is inc- this is incredible. This is incredible. This is an incredible game. The atmosphere of the game, the castle is beautiful. The, the enemies are thoughtfully designed, and the game's difficult. There are secrets everywhere. People tr- still try to break the shit out of the game to get the percentage higher and higher. Like, the, the percentage of completion is 200% if you do the inverted in the, in the regular castle. But people have broken the shit out of that game, you know, to get it to, like, whatever, like, 212% or whatever the hell that uh-huh. is. Like, sneaking out windows and, like, finding things <laughs> that you're not supposed to be able to do. It's like... <laughs> I don't know, man. That, that game, that game is a, a extraordinarily special game, and that's why it was so exciting when they made Circle of the Moon and all those games on GBA and then on DS because they were basically annualizing that formula, and that's what they were all awesome. And then they just stopped, and it's like, why? Why did you stop? You know, <laughs> I would have paid you all the time. And they put, you know, they put Poor Iga in a fucking dungeon somewhere in a basement in Konami to the point where he eventually quit. Like, the formula works. It's just one of those formulas that works, mm-hmm. and. Um, it all started with Symphony of the Night. Symphony of the Night was begot by Metroid, Super Metroid, but is a much better game than Super Metroid. And I'm really interested to see, I, dude. That's exciting. I'm really interested that, to see man. what you you think. Like, I, I, to me, it's like almost like it's almost an, it's almost like an undeniable truth of the universe, like a fact. Wow. You know, because it's an like, undeniable truth. It's just I, I I'd be really surprised to see someone. I, I want you to play because I, I want you to make the argument to me if you even would because I'm not even sure you will. Yeah. That Super Metroid is better than Castlevania. Man. Challenge I'll swing on you if you make that argument. Yeah, do you want? I mean, I don't care, but it's it's it's. Oh, I know he will. But okay, so I feel like this is the one that we haven't decided. There isn't like a clear answer. Again, I we haven't played, or I haven't played Castlevania. Greg, mm-hmm. I guess you have to be the tiebreaker here then, between Metal Gear Solid or Castlevania Symphony of the Night. Metal Gear Solid. I mean, what I don't, what I don't do you have choice, to say man. about Castlevania, though? I enjoyed it when I played it on PSP. I did not play it at the time. I my PS one uh, leg of my stool is the shortest. Like that, I picked that up really late in the uh, console life cycle. I got that right. I don't remember when. Like I actually I remember right. It was when No Mercy failed on me on N sixty four four times, and I was like, "Fuck it, I'm done." And I bought WWF SmackDown with my PS one, and then rented Metal Gear and did all this. But then I went to college, and I I I remember picking up. <coughs> excuse me. Uh, the PS2 pretty quick. I, I mean, I had it at launch w- from high school. You know, mm-hmm. I went with my PlayStation 2 to college, and that was a big deal because it was brand new. So, you know what I mean? Like, I but I don't remember when the nine, the late 90s I got my PS1, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. You know yeah. what I mean? And so it would have been probably, you imagine 2000, right? Because WrestleMania 2000 came out for N64, and then the next one was No Mercy, and No Mercy is the one I bought, and then that's the one that can't, it was the end of it all for yeah. me. So right around then's what I get it. So I, I, I played catch-up. I, I wasn't into JRPGs at the time. Like I, It wasn't until like Grandia 2 on the PlayStation 2 where I was like, oh, these are this is fun. This is interesting. It's Have weird. you played any of the Final Fantasies? I try. I I find it... No. I, the answer... I've played... I've started many of them, yeah. but it's very much... I, I feel... some. I can't go... You can't go home again like mm-hmm. on those. I can't start those and get into them and not get hung up on like the fact that this is like that or the, 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 like mm-hmm. I've tried seven multiple times on multiple platforms and it's just never stuck it's never worked for me mm-hmm. um so yeah like Castlevania I remember playing on PSP and enjoying it a lot but I it's one of those I, even that memory is dusty and when we were doing the Super Metroid book club I sat there and I'm like I know that I liked Symphony of the Night so why don't I like Super Metroid and trying in, in the chat trying to explain that to people and yeah but it's like I need it I need a refresher course on it so honestly I'd prefer to leave this a tiebreaker okay. and not vote. I would vote Metal Gear, but I don't feel informed on the issues. 
There we go. I'm not going to do what I do in real political battles, where I just go into the voting booth and vote against everything Colin voted for. Mm. It's a good answer, usually, just for everything. Yeah. Yeah. Right side history. Oh, yeah. So, ladies and gentlemen, you tell us in the comments who, what yeah. you're voting for. And then, ladies and gentlemen, let us know in the comments what you thought about this episode overall. This is a very special PlayStation-centric episode. One giant episode for you. Of the Kind of Funny Games cast. This is a show that happens every week. You get a new episode every Friday, and it's great. It's just me talking about my cool dudes in the gaming industry, Greg and Colin. I was going to say my good friends, but, you know, you're that, too. Don't get, don't jump ahead of yourself in there. Yeah, I, I jump. We'll see how this Fifty Shades of Grey goes tonight. Then we're we'll about know. to watch that tonight, and I'm very excited. Colin, Tim and I are in the front row. Yeah. Nick's somewhere in the back. Imagine that too. That you you go you're you're get you, oh Fifty Shades of Grey is that coming? I'm gonna take my lady out for it. It's gonna be awesome. And you get to the theater. Mm-hmm. You're like you've gone out to a nice theater and you sit down and Nick Scarpino, fucking mountain man Unabomber with his huge beard and his popcorn wow. is sitting there like this hey, uh, by, himself. by himself watching yeah. this fucking porno. That's, that's <laughs> my favorite thing of this. Oh, I really hope it's a porno. Anyways, let us know what you think about all this stuff. And please, if this is your first games cast, don't go away. There's a lot more goodness coming. A lot of cool special stuff. Next week is episode eight. Last (gasps) week was episode seven. (gasps) Whoa. Until next time.